1: goes without saying you are back for another episode of goes without saying with Seffi and wing i am wing and this is Seffi. hi i love it hi hi i'm Seffi. um this episode is all about the advice that we would give to our younger selves and the advice that you would give to your younger selves thank you so much to everyone who came through on the instagram with honestly some points that got us quite emo at times Mm, yeah it's a very Wholesome episode. I feel like I would even listen to this back. So that. Oh God, that's really saying something. Might be a good sign. Yeah, that's saying something. Wow. Yeah. Enjoy. I hope you enjoy.
2: So I'm quite excited for this conversation today, just because when I heard that this is what we were doing today, um, (laughs) when your PA let you know. Because Wing had asked on the story, and I'm not on Instagram at the moment, so I saw it and I thought, well, Wing texts me saying, "Do you want to do this?" and I thought that's so cool because something we always say about this podcast is it's the podcast we would have wanted when we were younger and I think these are the conversations as much as I want these conversations now I would have really 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 loved to hear people talking about kind of patriarchy and things that I didn't necessarily have access to when I was like 13 Mm -hmm. and things that I knew felt unfair like why do I kind of have to straighten my hair for school like I don't technically have to but I also really fucking do well the boys won't fucking fancy me and the boys get to come in fucking wearing stinking old fucking sweatshirt they've been wearing for months huh?
1: Yeah, big
2: huh. So I think why I was really excited to talk about this was I would have fucking killed for this combo to have this content when I was a kid. Mm -hmm.
1: That's nice. Yeah.
2: And I think that's something that we really always like when we think about like our kind of mission with this or like when I say how can i be of service i'm always kind of thinking of like the young version of myself and what she needed to hear Mm. i don't know i fucking hope people want to hear this shit i don't know
1: yeah i mean if you don't you can go it's fine (laughs)
2: absolutely fine
1: i mean i totally get why you wouldn't so feel free to leave because
2: maybe you don't need to hear 10 shrek references and kind of bruce almighty references
1: yeah maybe you don't um i love that did you have any immediate thoughts of like oh i would definitely tell my younger self this
2: i had literally immediate flashbacks
1: Ooh.
2: instant overwhelm with like god there's so much like Uh can i write an essay like do i get 10 points
1: so much she needs to hear yeah she's got no idea so much
2: Well and also I was I was kind of going through people's answers because I just now logged on and saw what people had written because I was thinking a lot of people had said like stuff around like body image or like productivity or like basically relax and things Mm. like that which I think my things would be similar to that and I was almost thinking like have we learned these lessons like because a lot of those things that I needed to hear as a teenage as my teenage self are just the evolved versions of what I need to hear now like now I just need to hear kind of you need to relax because yeah, your problems now yeah. don't matter as well like as much as your GCSEs didn't matter and that boy that didn't fancy you in science didn't fancy you and that doesn't matter yeah now it's just the bigger level of fucking Adam Driver doesn't fancy you so stop fucking stop crying about it yeah the enemy has evolved it's just now like you're onto like level two boss stage of your issues when you were fucking
1: 12 exactly Yeah. yeah your villain has leveled up mm-hmm Yeah, I get that too. I think it was like, um, it's hard, isn't it? Because I completely agree. I was thinking when I was reading people's things, I was thinking, oh, have you learnt that? Yeah. Yeah, have you completed that? Kind of, yeah, like just chill out or relax. It's like, from what place are you saying that? Because from my place... I would definitely tell my younger self to relax, but that by no means 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 that I am relaxed.
2: That's what was interesting. I think we can look back at the problems we had when we were 15 and think, oh God, they're trivial. They're not real things. We're so far from them now, yeah. Of course, of course it didn't matter that that teacher shouted at you. Mm. It doesn't fucking matter. But now it's like, yeah, but are you crying when your boss shouts at you? Because I'm sure you are.
1: If your boss is shouting at you, quit your job. If I've ever been trying to tell you to quit your job... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I feel like as well, it's, it, this episode, I don't know if it comes out after, before, I think it comes out before my birthday, but I'm about to turn 25. Mm. So I'm 10 years ago, basically, yeah. I was 15. Which is that's mental. So crazy. <laughs> that is insane. So I feel I feel like also I'm quite feeling quite New Year's resolution vibes. I'm just very I'm more navel gazing than ever before. Mm. Which is yikes. <laughs> I'm excited to hear this combo.
2: Should we just dive straight in? Like, okay. is there anything specifically like if you could give one no, not one, not one. If you could just give some lessons to your teenage stuff, like what do they need to hear?
1: Well, I love, yeah, relax, yada yada yada, chill out. Mm yada 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 boring i do feel like everything comes down to that because i get that i guess that all of ours would come down to that because it's kind of if you made it this far as in if you've made it away from that younger self then looks like you didn't need to stress that much and like i mean it's easy to say once you've seen it's like if i know harry is making it to the fucking battle of hogwarts at the end of deathly hallows then i can easily tell him <laughs> to not worry about the fucking dementors in prisoner of azkaban it's yeah. Like, yeah i've seen the ending like, so i know you don't it. have to yeah, it's like, yeah that doesn't matter harry harry
2: the basilisk isn't really a threat like don't worry about him don't
1: stress but it's kind of um my favorite word anachronistic it doesn't mm-hmm. really work to be like look it's gonna be fine so there's no point worrying it's like maybe if you weren't so worried it could have gone differently i don't know
2: i love that that's so true it's real butterfly effect if you didn't worry about that one exam would then you have gone to the it's like yeah maybe you do need the little bit of stress also there's something about taking your problems seriously at all ages
1: yeah you could have done something different well I don't think it's a little bit of stress but yeah I think it's just they should be validated like the way that you feel maybe that's also it it's like yes absolutely relax and chill out it doesn't matter everything's a fucking big fat joke but also the way that you feel is valid and like I hope you're feeling heard and seen by somebody or just by yourself in your life
2: this is kind of in the last episode i went on a bit of a weird rant right at the end about how we should validate yeah. children's emotions it's like god children yeah i don't know i had that in me no it's true though it's so true and i really stand by it but it's the similar thing of saying to a 13 year old oh it doesn't fucking matter that um fucking katie doesn't want to be your pe partner mm. in fucking tennis it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it's not a real issue it's like I'm, i've been there mm. and it feels fucking real when it's oh we're going into partners oh shit oh, i'm God. the only one without a partner and there's no sephi to your wing there's no wing to your sephi, <laughs> you're in trouble it, it's a real <laughs> fucking issue it, it's not oh look my 40 year old self would look back on that and think oh it doesn't matter none of these people really matter it's fine it's not a real thing Mm. oh it feels real
1: yeah well just because it doesn't matter to you yeah fucking 40 year old doesn't mean it doesn't matter to them what matters to you
2: what your kids i don't have kids i'm a 13 year old girl in pe and this feels real right now
1: yeah Yeah. And it's valid. It's so valid. It's completely valid. So it's to every one part chill and relax. (laughs) Also one part stress. Your feelings are valid. You're allowed to be stressed if you feel stressed. I feel like uh, I feel like with the emphasis on like you're running out of time. You're never going to get to do what you want to do. Oh my God. Like everyone's speeding ahead of you. Like what the fuck are you doing? Like shit. You're never you're a worthless piece of shit. Yada, yada, yada. Have you noticed I'm really saying yada yada yada? Yada yada. <laughs> Never really been my catchphrase, but
2: it's I, not something one really hears in conversation. I
1: guess I'm being really boring or something. Because <laughs> I keep saying yada yada yada.
2: It's quite um um, Jim Carrey to say yada yada. It's like yada yada yada. Yada yada yada. <laughs>
1: it's kind of, I'm um, wacky, I'm putting a crazy face, yada yada yada. <laughs> Jim's back,
2: I didn't know he'd be back.
1: Smite me, oh mighty smiter, yada yada yada. <laughs> it's so that. <laughs> Insane. Well, yeah, so if the general kind of feeling that all of us are going in and out of is like, fuck, I'm nothing, I'm useless, everyone else is doing amazing and I'm never going to do anything good and blah 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 blah. It's just a little... <laughs> little insight delve into my psyche for a moment <laughs> <laughs> of what it's like to be me day in the live vlog i'm
2: worthless i'm never gonna do anything <laughs>
1: If that's what we feel sometimes is like you're running out of time, then you go into overdrive and it's like, well, then I need to sprint to the finish line. I actually think that then does the opposite. You end up throwing a load of shit out there and seeing what sticks. And some of it will be good, but some of it will be absolutely dire and look around the room and you've covered it in shit. Yeah. And I feel like instead of, if you can take a lesson from feeling like time is passing you're not doing anything and like you're not doing you're not where you thought you would be and blah 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 i actually think the lesson is will take your time then yeah i really do feel like the most powerful thing you can do in this one life that you have is just take your time. Yeah, why are you sprinting? And I know life is short and it doesn't last forever. Yeah, but you're. G- I'm going to be out of breath if I sprint yeah. all day and all night. I'm going to, I'm not going to enjoy it. I want to take, I want to stroll. I want to just enjoy where I'm heading and just take in the sights. And yeah. I just, I don't want to live a stressful life. I just think it's a powerful... Also, given the state of things... The state of things, sir? I'm sorry. What bit's that? There's a killer on the loose. <laughs> given the state of things. And he goes, the state of things?
2: I'm not even knowing what bit that is. Is it Prisoner of Azkaban?
1: Yeah, it's Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. When everyone's basically saying, like, look, Harry, I don't mean to alarm you, but someone's trying to kill you. And then he's like, why would I go looking for someone, someone that's trying, trying to kill, kill me? me? <laughs> so because you're Harry fucking Potter, okay? It's what you do. Because everyone is trying to kill you. Anyway, because we've got movies to see, books to be written, we need some sort of plot here. Yeah, I do just think the most powerful thing that you can do, given the state of things being, like, such an emphasis on, like, get shit done, like, hustle culture, like, where's your grind? Mm -hmm. And I don't mean, like, don't fight for what you want. I just think own the fight like take your time with the fight like do it how you want to do it own the journey yeah just take your time
2: which is such a wanky fucking word like the journey but it's like if life is anything it's kind of this journey without a destination or the destination is death death Oof. i hate to say it I hate to bring it
1: up so early well, yeah i'm gonna try and take my time then yeah it's like okay well if if the destination is death if i'm heading to hell yeah i'm gonna be dawdling a bit Mm. i might faff around while i'm
2: getting ready if you and fucking kim kardashian and fucking hitler and also fucking the nurse that lives next door to you and fucking malala let's bring up again adam driver i'm loving him at the moment yeah i'm trying
1: to think random
2: people you're all heading to the same fucking destination you're all gonna die you might decide to launch your own brand of skims
1: Uh uh-huh or you
2: might decide to be in movies or you might decide to fucking save people's lives that's not Hitler. That was the nurse. You might, decide.
1: <laughs> you might decide to make the earth a better place like Hitler. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you might desi- decide to...
1: You can do what you want.
2: The crux is. You can do what you want. It's not if you're Hitler. You can't do what you want. But
1: uh, yeah, fair
2: enough. But you have your choices of how you want to play out. You're all heading to the same fucking place. So it's like, how are you going to use your time to be the best you can be? And then it's almost like take your time you Mm -hmm. don't need to be kim k here you don't need to be adam driver you don't even need to be the fucking nurse you can just be where you are take your time don't compare yourself to fucking anyone people that are miles 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 different from you that you will never meet in this life or a fictional version of yourself that's the dangerous one i think that's the killer the fictional version of yourself
1: that's the killer silent killer do not compare yourself to a made-up version of who you think you could be or who you think you should be even worse. This is the bit that I think is
2: so interesting because there's a huge bit of discourse that I think was thrown around in like teenage magazines or like stuff that we consumed when we were younger mm. that was like, who, who do you envision yourself being? And then I now think that kind of translates to us now being like, am I the person my childhood self would have wanted me to be? And I think that is so dangerous because the mind of that 14 year old would have wanted you to be Miley Cyrus or no one, Ashley Tisdale or no one. And mm. it creates such an idea that it's like you're trusting the mind of this like brainwashed insecure hormonal thing and being like would that person be proud of me mm. and it's like i
1: don't think you need to worry
2: about what that person would think of you
1: i feel like with big life lessons they all end up sounding really cliche and it's just whatever hits hits in the moment but probably nothing will hit and just yeah. it will be a big waste of time and this podcast will be boring for you <laughs> but sometimes you <laughs> there's one line and it just hits. subscribe yeah but do you know what i mean like yeah. some like the general or when people say oh, the only advice I can give is just be yourself. But it's like, what am I supposed to do with that? I was kind of looking for practical advice. Yeah, like, sorry, when I asked you for advice, I actually meant like, can you give me some actual advice? advice? But it's true. The only advice that really matters is just be yourself because... I, for me, my whole existence, I think I didn't really realise how much of my existence was just me trying to, like, not be myself in any way. Mm. And also, I feel like if you're not being yourself or you're just trying to slightly shift who you are constantly to fit an idea of, like, what someone else would want for you or what you think success might look like for someone, blah, 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 what you think is going to get you somewhere, you're probably never going to get anywhere with it and then you've lived a fake life. But if you do get somewhere with it, it's still not going to feel good to you because it's not true to you. Do you know what I mean? It's so fucking true because also when you are working from that basis of bullshit,
2: i.e. you're masking to fit in mm-hmm. with everyone else, you're being like, okay, right. Often subtly as well. This is the thing, you don't always realise you're doing it. Mm-hmm. It can be like, oh, I just, I'm, be- yeah, I'm being myself. But it's like, are you being the self? that the popular girls like
1: yeah because i feel like you're a different self when you're at home alone mm-hmm. and also it's fine it's to- fine to not know who the self is yeah just have fun figuring it out I'm seeming so wanky in this episode sorry but i know but i mean i'm quite into it thank you i'm loving it i'm loving the
2: vibe yeah me too honestly no i don't mean you're coming off wanky i mean the whole tone is <laughs> you're like yeah you are
1: but i'm loving it <laughs>
2: <laughs> total asshole <laughs> Is there one piece, though, of advice that you'd give yourself? Like, if you could give yourself one bit...
1: To my 15-year-old self?
2: I guess 15, yeah.
1: Oh, I actually... I think if 15 is, like, the crux of teenage... And it, for me, it's like nearly 10 years ago. Yeah. It just feels quite poetic for me. Mm. If we all don't mind going along with me. <laughs> or just, I just think to your younger self, but I feel like 15 was quite pivotal. I don't know. Yeah. Just to my younger self, and it sounds so depressing, but I just think, mm. oh, it doesn't even have to be dramatic. But I just, I feel like advice to anybody's younger self is just um, like, you've got a future here. Like, don't- yeah don't yeah. die like don't kill yourself like you are, you've got things to look forward to yeah you might have some good experiences in store just give yourself the opportunity to experience more because i think there is more for you mm. than what you're experiencing right now i love that there's a future for you here. there is a future for you like try and want it like try and be ready for it like try not to be so hopeless that you can't face the idea of a future like you can get there it's, it's there for you it's waiting for you everyone wants you to have it you deserve it let yourself have a future it's kind of the classic it gets better it does though completely does completely does or it, it could it could it could still be getting better but well i think nothing is harder
2: than being a teenager in this society it's mm. like okay that's pretty much the hardest age you could be
1: yeah i love that so much yeah I, I just think that's it i just think it's like just keep going give yourself the opportunity to have more because you can have more mm. i promise you you can have more what's yours because that's my crux <laughs> um what is mine
2: mine is i w- well i was kind of thinking about loads of different stuff i was first of all like okay do i want to hit them with the body image advice but it's like look i think you're not old enough for that yet you're gonna continue to hate for <laughs> quite a while enough.
1: yeah yeah you're not old
2: enough to hear it yet that not equipped yeah. you've got body dysmorphia it's a whole fucking thing mm-hmm. you've got some suffering to do mm-hmm. get on with it sorry but i i was thinking do i do that or do i do like i don't know other just like loads of other stuff
1: yeah you're browsing browsing the racks yeah, yeah i was browsing
2: yeah. the racks of advice that i could give this little girl mm And I think, again, if I'm thinking of 15, that sort of age, I think what I really needed to hear was like, appreciate what you've got. Because I think I fixated so much on, just because I lived in like a small town where I'd lived my whole life with my family, with my friends that I've known since I was like zero, literally like known them since I was one. And I think I really took that for granted in a way that I was so desperate to leave. I was so desperate Mm. to, I need to get to uni and get out of here. I need to go to fucking New York. And like, I really idealised the idea of leaving the town and leaving and getting just all of this can go in the bin and I just need to get out of here and I need to start my new life and be this amazing fucking person and I think I'd romanticise that from like TV and all of this stuff and I think a film that shows this so well is the film Ladybird. Yeah. That is like that idea of like I can be so amazing when I start my new life but it's like actually you have a life now. Uh huh. You've got a life now that's very great and now that I have left i find myself wanting to go back and like be with those people that i loved at that time mm. and still love and all of this stuff and it's like actually if you can just appreciate what you have right now i'm sure it's better than you think yeah i was so desperate to be like everything in this town is fucking embarrassing like get me the fuck out like ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah i genuinely think i felt better than people
1: mm-hmm. i'm not surprised <laughs> i'm not surprised to hear this about you, <laughs>
2: But it all comes from insecurity fully and just like sadness mm. that I genuinely think I would be at school and feel quite like aloof. Mm. I'm just here just to jump through the hoops and then I'm fucking out of this place. Like you're a teacher. Why would I fucking listen to you? Mm-hmm. And I think it's actually like appreciate that you're in a school and you're young and this is your youth. But I was just so desperate to get to like, like early adulthood.
1: Well, then you had a lesson, didn't you, where you didn't get into the uni that you wanted yeah. to. You were kind of forced to stay for a year longer. So I was stuck in the town for
2: a year longer than I wanted to. I think it's actually a really common thing, especially from that like small town, like trapped feeling that I was just so desperate to get out, get out, get out, get out, get out mm-hmm. that I developed a thing where I was like, I'm too good for this place. And actually, it's not about it's just pure insecurity. It's pure like needing validation, desperation to prove to yourself that you are, you're like worthy of amazing things. But it's like, actually, what if you already have the amazing things? So wholesome got a fucking cat in your house and you've yeah. wanted one for years maybe go stroke the cat yeah i think that's my biggest thing i needed to hear just like slow down you're like pushing towards this goal that doesn't matter
1: yeah yeah
2: you'll enjoy that when that comes
1: yeah yeah so oh oh i love this
2: So one of the things that someone wrote in that I screenshot and I've got it on my phone now Mm -hmm. that I really liked, someone said as the advice they would give their younger self.
1: I love this so
2: much. Same. It's so awesome. It's so fucking awesome. Yeah, it's really sweet. They said, don't delete photos of yourself and your friends. You'll want to look back on them with immense joy. Yeah. It just reminded me of a thing that i did that i have such guilt around that would be one of my if i could give one bit of like practical advice it'd be like don't do that one thing yeah where i went to mexico with my family we did like this big family holiday we'd never done one before like out of europe mm-hmm. we went on this big holiday to mexico over christmas i'm
1: really hanging on the edge of my seat i'm like what the
2: fuck did you do my mom took all these photos how old were you i was 14 maybe 13 right. 14 i no, know i was like 14 maybe 14 15 mm-hmm. we were on this beach it was the most amazing beach we've Ever been to in our life, like it was literally out of. Oh
1: God, I know where this is going. Out
2: of this like stunning like book, essentially, it was like we couldn't really believe it. We had been like arguing all day, and then we just found ourselves on this beach, and we had just like the most amazing experience, and just like dived into the fucking like waves. It was so like Mm. amazing. And my mum took these photos of me, my sister, and my brother like in the sea, and obviously I was wearing a bikini, and she took them on like her digital camera at the time. And the next day they were all at breakfast, and I went through her digital camera and deleted all of them every single one so we've got no Photos of that beach Or anything
1: What you didn't keep Even the ones you weren't
2: in I don't think there were any She just took like Five photos of us
1: Just quickly Right right I thought you were gonna do Like a Oh that's weird Where did they go (laughs) No
2: I just said I deleted them I looked so fat in them I hated them Oh so And I deleted Every single one of them And I just always think It made my mum so sad Mm. It made her so sad That I had deleted All the evidence of that And it was such like An amazing moment I
1: mean I think You've made everyone sad (laughs) Yeah yeah, I yeah, yeah. As a, I think as a collective, we're all, we're all
2: pretty sad right now. I just have such guilt around that and just almost like if i had just said don't delete them like you think you look bad in them now but don't delete them just don't delete them because it's one i now know that i have body dysmorphia and i know that i probably didn't look bad in them at all
1: well you were a child who's gonna look at a picture of a child in a bikini and say you look bad well i did jesus i did well i can imagine if you said to your younger self don't delete them you don't look bad you'd be like fuck you you don't know anything you old hag yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Like... <laughs> you're just <Yeah. laughs> who would even trust you you ugly bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah that's exactly what you'd be saying. you saying. of course you don't think i look bad look at you look <laughs> at <laughs> the state of you look at oh the state God. of you you've really let
2: yourself go to be honest yeah you've let yourself go i don't trust you that's one of the bits have, of advice that i really think is like just don't delete anything just mm. and like even my old diaries and stuff i used to keep a diary so much and then i like binned my old diary and shit it's like why do that
1: yeah like
2: literally why do that just keep just keep stuff even if you lose it doesn't fucking matter it never matters if you don't see these photos again they don't need to be on your fucking fridge
1: it's like just don't delete them. Yeah, that is really sad. Mm. I'm really quite desperate to see them though. <laughs> I'm kind of thinking like, well, there same. must be a way <laughs> to get them
2: back. They were just so like us in our raw, happiest form. Like we'd had a huge argument as well before because we've been tracking because my mum was an archaeologist and she really is like, right, okay, we're gonna go around these archaeological ruins. And I'm like, we're in fucking Mexico. Why would we do that? Mm-hmm. And we'd been arguing. My sister was wearing a polo top, and for people that don't know this, I have a phobia of polo top. Yeah. And I remember crying and saying, you're ruining the holiday (laughs) 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 because you're wearing this polo, like this polo top. And then we'd all had this huge argument and then we just like found this beach and it was so stunning. And then I just deleted everything the next morning.
1: Photos of you in your rawest, happiest form is exactly what insecure teenager thinks is a nightmare it's just their worst nightmare isn't it because it's embarrassing not hot it's like oh my god it's me just being happy with my
2: family yeah in a bikini my worst nightmare at the time so then they're gone I just feel so bad
1: about it I, I do feel bad <laughs> yeah I hate
2: that <laughs> honestly my mum brings it up sometimes she's like uh... because I'm not trusted with photos no. anymore like if if there's family photos and stuff like I'm not to be trusted with them
1: not to be trusted with most things I think <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's horrible. So that one kind of... I just read it and it triggered me. I was like, fuck, it triggered the memory of like, oh my God, like really, really don't... Just don't delete photos that you want
1: to look back on these. Even if you think you look gross at the time, it's funny. I think with that as well, it's interesting because it really shows what you prioritise when you're younger. Mm. Even when you don't realise what you're doing or what you're prioritising. Because I feel like that's also the thing is, I feel like as a teenager or just when I was younger, I think I didn't realise how much I wasn't being myself, for example. Like I kind of thought I was, but with the priorities thing, it's just interesting. Like now you would, well, you probably wouldn't delete the photos now or you'd like keep one or whatever because you also prioritize like that memory with your family and like we understand now that like life isn't you know like nothing's guaranteed don't take it for granted like things have different meaning now like you prioritize things very differently now but also like you can i guess i think that's it's just you can't take that away even though if you didn't delete those photos you'd be a different person to talk about butterfly fact. do you know what i mean like yeah completely Completely. If you didn't delete those photos, it very much is like a formative thing. Because now you know, that's been some sort of like lesson for
2: you. Well, I might go and delete my wedding photos. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. I might be like, looked fucking fat in those. Mm. I've learned so much from that because it's like, even if you think you look bad. It wasn't about what you look like. Maybe just sit on the feeling of badness. Yeah. Just, just be like, yeah, that you think you look bad in them. You also thought you look bad in your school photo, but your grandma has got that up on her fucking mantelpiece. It doesn't matter.
1: Mm. It doesn't matter at all. Or well, to everyone else, it's just a nice photo of like everyone having a good time. Yeah. But for you, it was a bikini pic. <laughs> Raid the room. <laughs> For me, it's like,
2: oh my God, that would never be seen in vogue. So that has to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the classic thing of um people always say, like, oh, do you ever look back on a photo of yourself? and think oh like why was i worried about how i looked then? i look so good uh-huh i don't ever really see any photos like there are no real yeah. photos of myself from that age like there are if i was going to go through my friend's old like facebook albums and see things mm. but that would be one that i'd be so interested to see now that i know that i have like a fucking disorder with it it would be so interesting to be like i don't know how bad you thought it was yeah and,
1: yeah that's what you were worried about yeah that's what was, like yeah that's what snake wants <laughs> it's not even worth doing it and putting on the voice and everything it's not even worth it yeah you know what i was gonna say <laughs> well i hate that but also love
2: it do you have anything like that that's like a piece of advice that's like don't do that thing mm. like that one thing like that one event don't go to that event things
1: like that so many mine more so is like do that
2: <laughs> yeah 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 do
1: kick off about that 100 <laughs> yeah oh i love that teenagers are problematic and confrontational and hormonal and all of these things anyway you may as well just like be it a bit this is so fucking true like there's no point as a teenager
2: sort of invalidating your own feelings because everyone else is going to invalidate them so kick off for sure be fair but if something's wrong if something's wrong say it's wrong
1: yeah maybe don't kick off but exactly yeah
2: no one's going to believe you either
1: way exactly yeah stand up for yourself it's not going to go well either way but you may as well do it but i think Getting into the habit of learning that you don't validate your own feelings or getting into the habit of learning that you don't even listen to yourself only shows you or just further affirms your belief that no one is going to listen to you. And I just feel like if you can get that in an early age, easier said than done. Because I think you learn from really early on to like try and keep the people, like everyone else's feelings are your responsibility and yada, 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 Mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. (laughs) yada, yada, for yada, yada's sake. Yeah, I just think just stand up for yourself or like let people know a bit more
2: i mean we talk about school a lot but i sometimes think this with teachers it's like be ruder to teachers
1: but me and you were opposites in that way i feel like I feel like you are already pretty rude.
2: (laughs) I don't think I was rude enough. What? I don't think I was. Just in the way that when I would see an injustice happening. Right. Within like the teachers asserting their sort of sense of authority on children. Oh, they're on a power trip. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're feeling very important. They're feeling very powerful because they feel powerless in their own marriages. (sighs) So they come in at the students. Yeah. I just wish I had been more vocal with that. And I was vocal. But how are you to know? You could never articulate what you know now. That's the thing. I wish I had had the language Uh and just like the knowledge that I have now yeah when you walk into a room and there's a teacher screaming at a student like there's a fucking 50 year old man screaming at like an 11 year old boy yeah it's like sorry I'm have to say something now (laughs) what is wrong with you are you okay did you have a bad morning you as an 11 year old girl sorry I have to say something now
1: like you are insane yeah there's something going on here
2: yeah there's something going like you're a freak or just like when you see the PE teacher's hand slightly lingering too long on the girl's waist it's Uh like I'm sorry I might need to say something now that I know you're a pedophile yeah yeah but it's like in hindsight I thought you ought to know I thought you ought to know you'll be in jail in like five years <laughs> <laughs> I love that yours is to be more vocal and all of these things because I think there's so often with people like oh just keep your mouth shut and that it's instance like that will blow over and things like that I love that I love when anyone gives themselves to permission especially women i love when they give them pers- themselves permission to be more it's like yeah be angrier be louder <laughs> and i think i was an angry and a loud child and an angry and loud teenager like yeah you were
1: i think for me it would be be, le- be a bit less come on like be a bit nicer to your mom or like yeah don't like call someone this word yeah just just maybe don't kick off don't kick off at every opportunity it's so, like maybe pick your battles
2: slightly but I love it when someone's like no kick off more
1: yeah I think when you when you actually feel because it's I guess for both of us it's about how do you actually feel about it so like are you kicking off just to kick off yeah or like are you staying silent it is pick your battles it's like know when you should speak that goes both ways I think it's like know yeah. when you should be loud and also then know when like look yeah you, you're you all should right to be, be quiet, quiet yeah. now yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you're shouting over nothing Thing. I just think there's a tendency, yeah, to minimise. I agree with you completely. Mm. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I think there is just a tendency to, to minimise. Like, I'll be learning that forever, Probs. Yeah. But I'm definitely much more... I've... God, I've <laughs> come a long way. Oh, definitely. Come miles. Just mm. definitely. Miles and miles. Miles and miles.
2: I think that's great advice though for people that feel because I think you instantly know whether you're being too quiet or too potentially loud or whatever. Like, I don't
1: I think it I think it's I don't think it's a common experience to be like I'm being too loud. No, 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 I agree. You're not like other girls.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's too loud. I think it's um you're causing issues where there aren't issues.
1: I'm, yeah, I guess that comes down to back to what you said at the beginning about like appreciate what you've
2: got yeah it's you've got a good situation here maybe don't kick off because it's not exactly good enough for you yeah maybe everyone's just had a bit of a shit day today not just you oh i love this but i think it's a great lesson as in speak up more the world changes when 13 year old girls feel like they can speak Mm -hmm. because that's what i fucking loved when i when I mean, this. I, yesterday I watched a little bit of Leaving Neverland, which is one of my favourite documentaries, along with the Woody Allen uh-huh. documentary as well. Because what I find so powerful, especially with the Woody Allen one, is when young girls grow up into women that can fucking speak and they can look the fucking abuser in the eye and they can say, I know what you fucking did to me.
0: Mm-hmm. And we
2: were both in that room. I know what you fucking did. I, there's nothing more fucking shiverable and powerful and just like could bring me to tears than that. Mm-hmm. So I think there's nothing more powerful than 13 year old girls that can look the fucking guy in the eye and go, I know what you did. I'm You're doing it now mm-hmm. and I'm looking at you and I'm a
1: human here. They definitely, I definitely feel like just as the generations go on, I do feel like the kids are a lot younger than we were when we started getting the awareness of like some of the conversations that we could have about that and power imbalances and all of that thing. Like fifteen-year-olds now absolutely have the vocab to be like, "This is systemic injustice," and blah blah. Absolutely, it's
2: it's it's insane. It's insane. But then it trans like you can say, "Yeah, this is systemic fucking power abuse of power in like an academic situation," or right. you can be like, "Okay, I can take a step back." But for example but
1: the one-on-one situation yes but they
2: have that vocab now but then it's having the authority in yourself to use the vocab to be like can i say this to this man right now can i say it
1: absolutely yeah of course but i think that is changing so much you don't think it's changing? No, I do think it's
2: changing. I think the more there's an awareness, it is changing. Yeah. But I still think it takes a different level. Like you can have the awareness, but then it's the level of strength and like fearlessness that takes to actually be like, I agree. I'm going to raise my hand in this room right now and say what you did was wrong.
1: Well, I don't even think it's strength. It just, you could be in a really dangerous situation. So don't, it doesn't mean you're weak if you don't speak. Like, oh
2: no, no, I don't think you should. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I mean by like, it's a fearlessness. I definitely think there are, many to be honest probably the majority of situations you probably shouldn't say anything because the world is fucked and you're putting yourself in danger Mm. but i just think the power that comes with someone being able to actually articulate what they know and then feeling like they are safe to do that is like
1: Mm -hmm. the
2: creme de la creme of life
1: oh my god i think in part as well like that can come with age and just getting to that place yeah kind of like i'll wait you out yeah because you have not burnt all the evidence because i'm still alive and kicking and i will wait you out until i'm in a safe position to come back and haunt you like a motherfucking ghost bitch and tear your shit up yeah not even but yeah and just and let you know to look you in the eye yeah oof so iconic so (sighs) iconic
2: let's take a moment for the shivers
1: it's so good that's it yeah and
2: that's why those documentaries really hit watching people as adults tell the truth of what happened when they were too powerless to tell that story and people were invalidating them because it's like you were 11 like you don't know like honestly no that's just not even it it's like no i'm an adult i have a kid i know what happened to me if that happened to my kid it would be wrong Mm -hmm. i see with full clarity what happened now and it's just oh it's it's
1: um it's fucking power it's total reclaiming the power yeah you have power now wow that's my life who knew this would go there yeah no but i think that's it that's that's entirely it for me yeah that's entirely it that's all it is is that you're gonna get through that and then you'll be on the other side everything from then on is just the other side even if it's shitty you're through it it's the other side yeah just wow okay maybe that's actually what I would if I would if I could give my younger self a spoiler I would say spoiler alert your time is coming and you're gonna go back and you're gonna say to his fucking face as an adult x y and z yeah but you can't deliver a spoiler like that it would have really thrown me off like (laughs) I needed to not know that was coming otherwise I'd be nervous for 10 years you bet please no don't send me back there
2: yeah you can't deliver a spoiler like that because also that's the the season finale
1: exactly and that's it though and just like just trust that there's something waiting for you if you can make it there's more to your life if you can get there if you can if you can keep going there's more yeah go on give us us a new point. It's just brilliant. It's just brilliant. Brilliant but scary.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It is brilliant but scary. It is, yeah. Brilliant but scary. Well, do you want to move on or do you want to stay here? No, I want you to find someone's thing that you like. Well, I've just found someone's. Go on this is um a change of tone great but they said don't rush into sex and romance just because you feel like you need to wait until you're ready oh
1: 100 percent. it should go without saying but it doesn't does it it should go without saying it doesn't yeah
2: it does it really doesn't because even though you can know it you can no, no no wait until you're ready wait until you're ready oh but everyone else is ready why am I not ready
1: it's all cliches you're not listening yeah it's all cliches and that's I do kind of feel like the whole crux of this episode will be largely redundant if you're in the position where you need to be hearing these sorts of things because most of the time all these cliches just roll right off us Mm -hmm. because it's the lessons that everyone's been telling us and we just it's so hard to hear because you're like well you what do you know my situation's unique but actually I think when
2: you grow up you realise oh I actually wasn't that unique like that is a cliche for a reason because everyone Mm. goes through a very similar thing or like it's a very common experience right of passage yeah i just think it's quite interesting as well like the difference they said sex and romance Mm. and i just almost think look there's no romance happening at school like don't worry about
1: that i think there is
2: oh actually that well you've been in a relationship with your like school boyfriend
1: yeah okay true yeah i think there is flirting as like kids You're hormonal teenagers and everyone's flirting. There is fun to that. There's no rush, but there is fun to that. Oh, there's 100%. There's so much fun. I think that's what I mean by romance. I think is
2: like, there's definitely a lot of fun to be had. And like, okay, yeah, it can be a very fun, flirty time. But I almost think don't put the pressure of... No, no pressure. Romance is a different pressure to sex, almost. Like, sex is like, okay, when you're ready, you know it. We know the consent talk. We've done it. We would hope. But with romance, it's almost like, really, don't feel the pressure to have any (laughs) romance romance at school
1: don't feel the pressure to have romance at any point in life ever school a very
2: unromantic place it's definitely a flirty fun place at times yeah at times but it is not
1: really romantic in the canteen i think just at any point in life and i guess it goes for all things i guess not just romance or sex or anything just if you're if that's not where you are right now that's not where you are right now no pressure yeah and there will be certain pressures coming to you from society fine But the worst thing I personally can also do is add on my own pressure on top of, oh, and my I need to do, I need, blah, 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 blah. No, it's fine. There's no pressure. None at all. There's no pressure. I do have an interesting thought though. Go on. I was having a conversation with my friend like a few weeks ago or like the other day and I'm going to be intentionally vague Mm. but she was talking about how part of her like i was a bit drunk so i'm probably gonna butcher it and if she listens she'll be like what the fuck you've completely (laughs) butchered my point but she was basically saying or what the point that i was getting was just an interesting thought about how sometimes our sexuality and our power in our sexuality is rooted in the awareness that we're unattainable so oh my god i love it right she's a genius she is a genius oh, boy is she a genius she is a genius but so she had this whole interesting thing about how like just growing up and as a teenager it's very much like i'm above boys and i'm above having sex and all of this stuff and yada 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 this is it and she's obviously goes without saying stunning but <laughs> obviously goes without saying yeah
2: but it also goes out saying quite insecure because right. i've also been
1: there exactly yeah and i and this is what i had never really i had a shaking moment when she was, where I was like fuck like yeah because she was kind of saying you know if your power in sexuality is rooted in how unattainable you are and i was like oh i'm just really picky and i'm just really fussy and like no one can get no one's good enough for me and blah blah, blah. how much of that actually is a lack of permission from yourself and total insecurity. It's a lack of self-worth. Yeah, that you... Is it more powerful to give your sexuality quite freely? I don't know. I get that that it's a big nuanced conversation and I don't want to tie it to teenagers because I obviously that's not my aim is not to get all the kids fucking. That's not what I'm saying.
2: And also what is seen as having sex as a teenager with a teenage boy is not sex. It's kind of...
1: Oh, Jesus. But isn't that an interesting conversation?
2: I literally fucking love that because i think it's so many people i think will see themselves in that because there is a huge element of female desire and it's rooted in the patriarchy that women should be unattainable Uh and that they should only have had sex with a few men and that then if you see yourself as that as above sex above these men it's actually just fear a lot of it is so much fear. So
1: bizarre. Very internalized. I'm above this anyway. Oh, it's so fascinating, isn't it? Well, it's kind of mask, and I uh, can never be rejected because I'm fucking unattainable anyway. And like, yeah. blah, blah blah, you know. If you can't share your sexuality, how sexual are you? I don't know. Maybe that's not the sentiment that I'm trying to give, but for me, per or like, for, you know, for people some people take it with a pinch of salt it gives me the energy of
2: what i was saying is my thing i would tell my younger self of like enjoy what you have sort of thing because i think i thought i was so i was performing aboveness Mm. for everyone i was performing aboveness 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 but it's actually just because you can't admit that what you have is good now and you're so scared that you're not going to get the thing that you really want which is to escape and leave and all of this stuff
0: yeah
1: and
2: to feel important yeah and when you perform aboveness in like the sphere of like dating and romance and sex yeah it's because you're so scared of rejection it's
1: arrogance from insecurity they can't reject me because i don't want them anyway yeah all right insecure
2: literally (laughs) literally literally (laughs) tell me you're insecure without telling me you're insecure insecure. oh i'm too good for all the boys here (laughs) because i think i thought that and i thought that and i thought that at school i just thought i don't fancy anyone here and also you probably were but but also it's like i totally fancied so many people at school there was one guy that i really really fancied at school who was it (laughs) no no no. we've got to stop who was it we've got to stop saying names now because there are actually people that listen sorry and i nearly left one in it was so embarrassing sorry that was so bad like i was literally about to schedule it there was a fucking boy's name from my school in it which was so embarrassing
1: i love it well don't go telling me your business then you're at risk You know what you're getting
2: yourself in for. But there was one boy that I really fancied at school, and I think I probably told myself, "Oh, I don't fancy them. I don't fancy them. Like I don't fancy anyone here." Uh-huh. But it's because I actually just really fancied that guy, and I just didn't. He just didn't fancy me back. Yeah, yeah. And then all the people that did fancy me hey cutie <laughs> all the people <laughs> the people that did fancy me i would tell myself i'm above them yeah but it's because you're so scared because you're the guy you actually fancy doesn't fancy you uh-huh. or you're too scared to make a move or you're too scared to actually talk to him like all of too the insecure
1: yeah it's so funny it's a really interesting concept though isn't it because like that doesn't mm-hmm. die in teenagedom
2: no because this is also the thing i had when then i went to uni and i
1: and i remember
2: thinking when i go to uni i'll actually fancy people like i just didn't fancy people at my school i did but
1: mm.
2: oh god, I've got some bad news for you. <laughs> oh, but I fancied like nobody's business at uni, right? But but again, you get there. The and...
1: standards for girls at Sussex Uni is so insane. It's insane. every girl is stunning. The standard of boy at Sussex Uni, mm-hmm. it's insanely low it's kind of crazy actually i don't want to be mean but there's a big disparity across the earth i think the, there's a
2: discrepancy between girls and boys That like every girl you walk past jesus oh my god so stunning so stunning every boy it's like mm. oh, okay seen you before yeah well there are but i remember thinking like who's the hot guy here and it was <coughs> the guy i was dating was pretty much the only guy i could think of that i thought was like a hot guy at uni who
1: right oh right now you think looking back that's the
2: only hot guy no when i was in like third year i was like who is hot here right I was like, i'm dating the only one just him <laughs> like, yeah. there's only one i've got him yeah 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 but yeah then i got to uni and i was like okay like i'm gonna fancy people here or like this is where like all of this stuff and then it's like mm, they're just the same kind of guys like it's just the same mm-hmm. if you've got this false sense of like aloofness that you're like too unattainable for people and that's
1: just going to continue. Is that aloof? What's aloof? Aloof is like, eh, I could give it or take it. Aloof is like, you're neither here nor there. Oh, I've always thought aloof. Aloof is like, not cold. Aloof, I think you're trying to say arrogant. Yeah, I thought aloof was like, up yourself should we look at the exact death yeah yeah cool and distant not friendly or forthcoming oh but to me that's kind of an arrogant not definitely not forthcoming but it's similar to distant or detached unresponsive that's kind of what i thought that it was like not similar to
2: arrogant <laughs> oh i kind of thought it was like a distance that comes with thinking you're above but yeah yeah i get what you were get yeah um you're superior yeah well that's what i had where you think you're above because you you're, you kind of have a, a sense of like, I don't, I'm not gonna, uh-huh. I'm, I don't need to care here.
1: I think some of that is just in your character though because that's what I talk about when I'm like, I need your your little thing that like bombs us still don't know what this thing is do you know what i mean like you do you do have this i don't want to say it's arrogance but you have this thing of like oh is it self-belief that doesn't feel right it's just you just do you know what i mean i do i know what you mean i mean calling it
2: arrogance makes it really awful it's come up in a few episodes now and i'm kind of like oh i'd love to know what this thing is but i do know what you mean it's like i um, think
1: everyone you
2: can see it from a mile off (laughs) oh i love that can someone tell me what it is, please? <laughs> it was one of the first thing I thought about you, probably. Mm. But anyway, yeah, go on. I think that's it. Then I just got to uni and I just thought, oh, this continues. Like, this isn't a thing that you were just too good for the people there. You Turns out you weren't too good for them. You were kind of scared of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's not that they're not fit. It's that you're coming with pressure. Yeah. It's that you are like, just in case, blah, blah, blah,
2: that I fancy, doesn't fancy me back, I'll just pretend that I'm too good for him anyway. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, you could have kissed him. I think I did kiss him once. You could have had a whale of a time. I kissed him once in a game of spin the bottle. Ooh. Mm. Who? Who is it again? I'm not liking this name
1: thing. All right. I've heard about him before. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. God, you do. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you do like him. Not any... You still like him? Should we slide and No, I don't still like him. <laughs> this episode is dedicated to... <laughs> to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay but isn't that interesting it just again the pressure because it's like your feelings are valid but also try and relinquish some of the pressure that you're putting on yourself Mm -hmm. because that's unnecessary and there's going to be so much pressure coming to you from so many different angles you're going to be your worst enemy if you're also adding to that that's the thing if there's already the
2: most pressure on you just the most 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 academic family relationships all your friends Mm -hmm. all the pressure is on you who are are you going to be what do you want to do after school what GCSEs are you doing by the way Mm -hmm. um your shoes are a bit embarrassing actually Ah, all The pressure, yeah. Then don't make more of it. Where I've actually got to be
1: absolutely perfect every day, and I can never fuck up. You know what pressure is also like quite strong now that we haven't had in the same way. Mm. It's social media. I don't know how people cope. Do you know the bit that I thought this is like over now? But I
2: remember when Snap Maps came out. Yeah. On Snapchat, and I remember thinking, thank. Fuck, I wasn't at school Mm. when that happened. Because imagine everyone's at a party and you're like, why is everyone together? Oof. I would, ugh.
1: Well, I I just think, I'm a real mum. I think from a safety perspective, I'm like, think of all the old men you're going to have on your Snapchat and now they know, they literally know what door you're at. Terrifying you're walking home from school alone they see it horrific but i also think it's like say you
2: have your like crush yeah yeah and some other girl you see they're in the same house oh my god it's
1: bad it is bad
2: i would have driven myself mental that was the one social media like all social media horrific to have as a child but that was one that i thought i am so grateful that that did not (sighs) exist like at school
1: narrowly avoided someone said don't be scared to fuck up and look stupid you'll look back and laugh and someone else said be cringe it's part of the process yeah yeah i I look back on everything i do even now and i'm like oh cringe like you're annoying yeah same it is part of the process and that's why i feel like things take time Mm -hmm. because you have to do a million different things to figure out all of the things that are wrong for you i think that's a life lesson be cringe don't be afraid to be
2: embarrassing all of this stuff i think Mm -hmm. the people that i look at and admire in life are the people that have taken the risk of being cringe to be cringy for a bit in public exactly and even actually in private in terms of like saying your shitty little affirmations doing your shitty little meditation yeah yeah doing a little dance party on your own so cringe but so important and like the person that gets up and sings at the school fucking talent show Mm -hmm. is mediocre and embarrassing i'm so much more impressed by them than the person laughing in the back yeah be cringe be fucking cringe for
1: sure for sure yeah be cringe Mm -hmm. just do something anything Don't give up on what you want already. Yeah. Like you're so young to be giving up. And
2: so young to be controlled by what's cool. Because we know now that what's cool changes literally with the wind. Or even what's
1: realistic.
2: I would love to do an episode on like dreams, like as in like aspirations and dreams. Because I just think there's so much for having like unattainable quote unquote goals. I think it's so important to not cut yourself short before you've even, like, woken up in this world. Yeah. Like, before you've even literally fully developed, you're quick to be like, I guess when I'm paying my mortgage or, like, for my pension. It's like, sorry, what are you doing to children?
1: Yeah. Billie Eilish in the wrong hands could have had adults telling her, like... I was also thinking of Billie Eilish. Look, realistically, like, you're not the strongest singer, so let's not, you know... Why don't you try and also look into X, Y, and Z? It's not attainable that you and Phineas would be doing this from this bungalow. Like, it's just not... Exactly. It's so unrealistic. It's so... Yeah, it is unrealistic. And it fucking... Mm -hmm. Now, look, it's a reality. So how unrealistic is that? And if it's a reality... For someone, it can be yours. I think it's quite amazing. Like,
2: obviously you want your dreams to work out, but I would still infinitely rather be the person that gave it a go Mm. than the person that was too scared to try. Yeah. I would so much rather be the person that spent my whole life trying to become um, a tap dancer than the person that became a dentist but secretly wants to be a tap dancer Mm -hmm. it's like look if you need to work at the supermarket and then do tap dancing on the side fucking do it you're closer to your dream that way than the person that never tried Mm -hmm. because they were so embarrassed of where like what i can't start tap dancing when i'm like 35 it's like yeah you can says fucking who yeah says the thing that wants you to be miserable
1: yeah no god i mean i honestly could go on and on about how horrific it is that it's so normalized to just pretend you don't want nice things for yourself this is
2: this is actually something we talk about a lot or we did talk about it a lot i don't know if we have been recently but how it's seen as more normal or the right thing to do to pretend you want small things to give up just small everyday normal things and the second you say oh actually I think I want that and I'm going to make this step to try and get it I want something slightly different it's suddenly seen as like rude it's seen as you think you're my definition of aloof which is the wrong definition <laughs> yeah
1: yeah or loof. yeah, <laughs> yeah or
2: you think you're too good for everyone all of this stuff or like you're embarrassing you've changed all of this stuff and it's like why is it seen as so
1: radical and revolutionary mm-hmm. to want something good to want to be a tap dancer in a family of dentists yeah or to want to be a dentist in a family of tap dancers
2: to be honest when surely that's just seen like that should be the natural thing just to be like I actually think I want what's best for me but it's like no you should want what's best for you as long as it fits between these small confines of what we think you would suit uh-huh no fuck that
1: and what's realistic for you it's like well you don't know how great I am so back the fuck up when you're trying to tell me what's realistic for me thank you very much for me barely even met me you freak you don't know me yeah you don't know me you don't know my life imagine someone comes to Billie Eilish they say look no. realistically you're just it's not gonna work for you you're not you know we're not being realistic here you're not good enough like excuse you
2: (laughs) excuse yourself every single person that you look up to in that way like famous or not famous or rich or not rich all of these things every single person that has like a story to tell i would say go on style like you because there are some amazing stories to tell Mm -hmm. from quote-unquote ordinary people that are just actually Mm -hmm. extraordinary that's such a review that's such a tagline they should use that they should yeah because they are they're not they're not famous people a lot of them but like Mm -hmm. they're just the most go on style like you YouTube channel but it's like every single person has had a had an instance where people have been like we're gonna try and put you in your box actually Uh the only people that I really admire in life other people that have said fuck your fucking box box
1: yeah fuck this box i'm not gonna fit in that no totally
2: the wrong shape for me yeah (laughs) and i just think that that's power as well power is power
1: Mm -hmm. i agree power is power well, let's go. Let's get out of here then, I reckon. Cool. Well. What a lovely little... Little episode from us. bye. Really, really enjoyed this one. Mm-hmm. Feels nice. Yeah. Oh, actually, something I started doing is putting on the story when the episode comes out. Yeah. If anyone's looking to financially support this podcast, it would be great if we could steer you in the direction of some sort of organisation that we would have chosen week by week. And we're doing that on the Instagram. So you can donate however much you would have been willing to give us to like a cause that we think would align with the episode so shall we i think some sort of youth organization right keep up with the instagram there'll be something on there thank you for being here thank you so much you're exactly where you need to be need to be and if you don't hear from us oh i forgot about this
2: i was about to be like yeah
1: bye thank you
2: (laughs) now we're ending (laughs) it with lovely episode we're gonna end it with this horrible joke (laughs) if If you you don't don't hear from from us us, assume